Forever 20 is a podcast for adults containing themes of violence, sexuality, mental illness, and above all else, some pretty strong language. Specific content warnings for each episode are broken down in the description. Good evening, and welcome to this week's entertainment update. I'm interviewer number 1619, and tonight I'm joined by the one and only Star Searcher. Hello, all listeners, and those who have heard of me in passing, thank you so much for having me, 1619. Star Searcher, as I understand it, the Axiom Network is getting ready to release the latest update for Utopia in the coming weeks. They've got a few things in the works, of course. I'm sure everybody is going to be thrilled with the new adventures and especially the new rewards that will be coming through with this new update. What can you tell us about what we can expect from Utopia's newest expansion? Well, of course, as all of you know, the Kingdom of Solace is near and dearest to my heart as the very first level and also one of the most lucrative for Unity uh, opportunities available to you. But, of course, there is the mysterious level 14 that's got everybody chomping at the bit there. And not to spoil too much information for you, it's going to be one heck of a ride. Ooh, mystery. That's very tantalizing. What else can we expect in the coming weeks from the Axiom Network? Any secrets you can share with our viewers? Well, with updates like this, it's hard really to keep anything secret, but I guess I can say we've got a couple new individuals who will be presented to the players in-game that, well, they're quite a spicy collection, if you know what I mean. And uh, I'm really excited for people to have these interactions that they might not be able to have in the real world. It's something that they can truly first-hand experience that these eclectic characters and wondrous adventurers and just loving people all around that they'll get to meet and have genuine connections with. We're really excited about the sophisticated consciousness we're really developing for our NPCs. Well, you know I'm sold. Is there anything on the horizon for Utopia's greatest hero that you'd like to promote? Oh, well, for me personally, there is, of course, my autobiography that has been re-updated, not just from its written form, but, of course, to the auditory form for those who want to listen on the go. Star Searcher, searching for one's own star. And what, of course, that would translate to for everybody here. It's not just a one-man story. It's for everybody. I'm not the hero here. It's everybody's support, everybody's gumption and willingness to put their faith into someone that, as a humble person like me, really, anybody can do it, and I just hope to help those who are in need of help themselves. Oh, we can't wait to see it! Star Searcher, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this evening and give us a sneak peek into Utopia's next big update. I did have one last question to leave our viewers with. Oh, well, uh, uh, go ahead, uh, number 1619. <laughs> our station has received a statement from an individual that requested to remain confidential. This person claims to have lived with you, the player of Star Searcher, in your original con- and they just want you to come home. Do you have anything that you would like to say to them? Well, 1619, I thought the entertainment update was better than just some old gossip rag. I'm a rag-to-riches myself kind of story, as it's been so lovingly put forth, and frankly, those aspects of my personal life can get pretty exaggerated and pretty, uh, let's just say unreliable for people wanting their 15 minutes of fame. If it's all right with you, I'm gonna, uh, start making my leave. Make sure you get the story out there that you were originally intended for, all right? We are currently working to verify the legitimacy of their claims, although this may remain cloudy given the mysterious nature of Star Searcher's life outside of Utopia. 
And that's all the time we have for tonight. Thanks once more to Star Searcher, charismatic as always. Join us next week when we will go inside the home life of Utopia's average player. Who are they? What do they eat? Do they smell as bad as we all think? We'll find out together. Until then, I'm interviewer number 1619, and this has been your entertainment update. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Forever 20, our dystopian campaign. My name is Cameron Easley. I'll be your disaster master for the evening in our second episode. Uh, and I'll leave it to the rest of our trepidatious individuals who have made the wonderful decision <laughs> to let me run this chaos. So, <laughs> What does trepidatious mean? Uh, you're a little bit hesitant. you got to go forward a little cautious, but also, you know, you're getting up the gumption to kind of force yourself to do something just because you know new experience it's fun what pushing is, your boundaries what does gumption mean no nah, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> hi i'm did you say your last name i did <laughs> hi this is kyle hudick i am the voice of harvey um a fun fact for harvey this week that i came up with while using the lavatory before the episode recorded was um Harvey's parents, as I mentioned in the last episode, have not come to visit his brother Noel in the hospital yet. And that is because they actually won a uh, lunar cruise from the game. And they will be on that cruise for the next three weeks. There's definitely a chance for communication with Earth. Um, they're just not the kind of parents to call and check in. I mean, both of their sons are old enough that they don't really need a check-in every now and then, and the relationship was never that strong. But gotcha. That's, uh, that's my fact. What a lucky couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thanks I don't think we... Both parents alive. I don't think we got that far. So oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're alive. So you're well, not an orphan. Happy. No, not, not an orphan. Wow, must be nice. Didn't fall into <laughs> that niche. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean... Talk about privilege. (laughs) (laughs) Must be nice. Uh, Oh, good for you. We got the whole spectrum, both one and no parents. This is going to be great. Oh, great. Awesome. Uh, Well, I guess I'll go next. Uh, Hi, my name is Cody Dennis. Uh, I play Hal Gore. I've decided I don't want to do fun facts. I'd rather do inconvenient truths. Uh, So, inconvenient truth number one, Hal Gore is just, he's got no game with the ladies. Just as soon as he starts talking to anybody that is, you know, remotely attractive to him, he just, like, starts clamming up. So he's tried. He's interested. Uh, you know, he he does want something eventually. You know, I think everybody at some point in their lives wants a little something. And he, he can really resonate with that. But it's just, it's, it's a big barrier that he has to overcome, a hurdle that he has yet to uh, jump. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll find out about that. As we go into this series, I like that. I like I like inconvenient truths. I also like that you just shot me out of the sky with the <laughs> the whole fun fact plan. But <laughs> circle back around no, me. I'll, no. I'll come up with something. Um, hi, I'm Jake Easley, and I play the role of Troy Donalds. Uh, an inconvenient fact about Troy is that <laughs> he oh has had hemorrhoids three times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, in the span of his lifetime. 
I've got to imagine that that's fairly prevalent in this society where most people are spending a fair amount of their days in a mm-hmm. seated or lying down yeah. position. Yeah. A lot of bed sores, you know, but the good gaming chair companies have kind of started figuring that out. They have like pulses of like water and heat kind of going through to try and emulate circulation for you. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's what happened to Troy is that his, his chair that he uh, had purchased with his small fortune um, went out on him. And uh, so now the water runs cold. The, the It's leaking. So, you know, there's there's cause for infection there. He hasn't been able to re- replace the nutrient needles in yeah. a while. So. Yeah, just a mess. His, his, whole, his whole area. You're just getting athlete's foot on your shoulder. Athlete's foot, yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere. No. Of course. Seems like hygiene isn't a high priority. <laughs> not not super high, especially since he started running out of money. Yeah. He's not in a relationship, so um, he doesn't really have to worry about that. Nobody's the answer stuff. to. Yeah. All right. Um, an inconvenient truth fact. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to steal the show with that. that was no, just, I, I think it's I, great. I, I mean, thought I was bridging the gap, sort of. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I, I kind of like the, the positive... Like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just you know, going to have to come back with it next exuding. week. Uh, I'll, I'll have something more inconvenient uh, <laughs> next go around. Alrighty. Well, I'll go ahead and jump right into it. Kind of recap of last session. Everybody living in their lives and their own compound into what is a uh, essentially futuristic dystopia of Earth in the year 2639, where the majority of the world has uh, sunk beneath sea level, massive decimation of human population to now it's about 2.4 billion. The new Council of World Leaders presiding over the entire globe as primary officials and different what remains of these seven major territories now, not necessarily what the continents were before, but each of you with your own experiences and your own tragedies have ultimately led to your decision to delve into the cumulative virtual experience that is the game called Utopia. The game has been around for about 24 years. It is the first uh, entertainment software of its kind to utilize the Axis chip a chip that each and every citizen of this dystopian future is injected with at birth to essentially catalog personal, medical, all kinds of information relevant to security, relevant to government access, and is extremely protected under different legislation that came with the appearance of the chip. But brought to you by the Axiom Network, the game Utopia is also uh, unique because it utilizes the common global currency, Unity within the game offering as rewards so not only is the game an outlet for entertainment but it is also a lucrative opportunity for income and profit for the majority of you that is quite an enticing uh draw to help alleviate some of your burdens and some of your hardships that you are currently experiencing and last we left off everybody took the plunge diving in to the virtual reality uh scape if you will of utopia so we'll begin at standing atop this cliffside all of you 
are essentially accosted with an overwhelming sensation of not only all these senses, things that two of you have certainly never experienced before. Uh, Hal, in your childhood, you had that brief moment of being in the outdoors, unlimited by the walls of a compound, but uh, also adjusting to these new physical forms that feel very, very real. Uh, and it's almost like you would put on a new skin in a way to where the muscularity and the changes in physiology for some of you of creatures that are less humanoid. It's really bizarre to try and adapt to this unnervingly natural feeling and sensation that you guys are uh, adjusting to. And all of you kind of have to blink a little bit to get adjusted to this very bright, beautiful scenery without any smog or any kind of cloud cover or other aerosolized pollutions covering uh, essentially the beautiful colors of the sky and the brightness of the sun. And you see, as described, the other individuals around you, and you start to see kind of off uh, in the distance uh, a little bit ways on uh, like another similar cliff face uh, just to the left of you. You see another two almost like pixelated white and light green like cylinders descend from the sky that flash for a brief moment and two other individuals uh, appear. It seems this is the common uh, start point of new player entry into this game. Uh, but you all are standing atop the cliff uh, kind of getting adjusted and surrounded by strange new world and brand new people. We're on a cliff. Seemingly. Yep. Harvey jumps. <laughs> no. Um, no. <laughs> I do have feather fall. Yeah. Prepared. <laughs> There's the cliff face, uh, which looking at it, if you would like, or if you'd like to jump, it's about 30 feet down. Uh, uh, probably wouldn't. Well, I might kill you, I guess. <laughs> 30 feet. Senep wants to jump, um, and he's going to cast Featherfall. Okay. If anybody else is jumping. I, I don't think I'm going to jump. Okay. No, but Hal is watching this like, who are these dumb people? What, <laughs> what's happening? There is the worn path that kind of curves behind the edge of the cliff face that goes to the side on what looks like, um, like more uh acclimated like step kind of situation on the side of the mountainside uh next to this cliff that leads to uh the meadow that uh sits beneath you uh you run forward you leap and you almost how are you casting your feather ball um senip um notices before he jumps yes a feather behind his ear <laughs> and this reminds him of the spell that he saw in his spell list. Mm -hmm. So he looks at the cliff, he looks at the feather, he very... <laughs> Describe the audience. <laughs> with, a, with a very, um, how do you say? Flick of the wrist. Care of the wrist. Carefree, Carefree flare. Mm -hmm. Carefree flick of the wrist. He tosses the feather up and... It vanishes into thin air, leaving these sort of sparkles that dissipate in the wind. And he feels the effects of these sparkles start to flow around him as he slowly comes down from this jump. Mm -hmm. 
and it's almost you almost get a little too caught up in the motions of it because uh, you never fully cast this before so as you jump uh there's a as you jump there's a little bit of a moment of panic as the ground comes a little bit faster than you thought before you <laughs> gently <laughs> catch yourself <laughs> and find your footing uh at the bottom of the cliff face do we have like in it now that we're in the video game yeah. like do we have like a objective marker or like is there a, a compass or like something that would be leading us or yeah you take a moment and if you think of like a pane of glass in front of your eyes it's almost like you were looking past it and when you think about inventory when you think about other mechanics your vision kind of focuses like on what that pane of glass would be right in front of you uh on to what you're used to as like your focal screens uh, outside of the game uh, brought up by your chips and you see there is in the upper right hand corner an icon for your uh essentially what you would imagine to be your inventory and then there's another icon that it looks like a little map uh i'm gonna check out the map uh you open the map and essentially the screen in front of you darkens and you just see a pale green outline kind of appear of the cliff itself with the path that just leads uh, down to the side of the cliff. That's all that you can see on it. No objective. Not yet. Are there any NPCs nearby? Uh, looking around, you just see other people that appear on like different cliff faces. You see one individual just start walking down a pathway in a different direction. You see one person kind of look and just turn in the opposite direction and go into the mountains. Uh, you see a couple other uh, people that are like ahead of you, you can see, kind of walking on the path. You see two people sword fighting in the middle of this meadow, trying out things. You see one person just shooting fire from their hands into the sky. And did I see uh, that that scaly fellow just jump off of the cliff? Oh, yeah. yeah. He just Scary ran fellow. right past you. <laughs> I, uh, the count sort of looks around. He sees the sort of bewilderment on the the rabbit nearby, um, and he's gonna saunter up to the rabbit and goes, "Hey, I, I beg your pardon." Uh, hello. Oh, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, hi. I, I know idea of what is going on how did the, how did they this did, did, do we all get to jump off cliffs in this game is that just a, a normal thing that I'm everyone gets pretty, to do it's a game i think in the sense that wow. we have some pretty decent agency here like watch i can do this i'm gonna grab a hold of uh the rabbit and <laughs> hurl both of us off the cliff <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do I have any say in this? <laughs> do you want to go with it, or do you want to try and get out of it? Um, no, you know what? Hal's going to go with it. <laughs> or Mr. Hyde, I should say. Mr. Hyde's going to go with it. Go ahead, make a dexterity saving throw, Dante, at disadvantage, because you're holding another person. Okay. <laughs> dexterity saving throw, you said. Mm-hmm. It's not very good at that. With disadvantage, I'm looking at a 10. Okay. Uh, so, uh, it's a low DC that saves. You only take six points of bludgeoning damage Ooh. as you Forgot smack we down one. onto the ground. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and <laughs> Mr. Hyde, you take three points of bludgeoning damage. Well, what were you trying to show me exactly? I, I, the count would be willing to take a bit more damage if it... You want to take I, nine? Uh, yeah, I'll take, okay. I'll take the nine. Okay, take the full nine. Uh, okay. 
because it, it was it was more for the lols. I, I wouldn't have done it to risk any injury to another character just because of my mm-hmm. hubris. Uh, kind of shielding you, Mr. Hyde. Shielding you from shielding the impact, like, yes. Okay, so I would like to revoke what I just said as a reaction, because I originally thought you had wounded me. So, unwounded, Mr. Hyde goes, Wow, you're really strong! You know what you're doing! Can I want to be your friend. Can we be friends? I just feel like you and I are already getting to know each other so well right now. Uh, oh, where are my manners? I'm Mr. Hyde, and he sticks out his little rabbit paw. And gives a little jingle with his chainmail. Count Dante, as Mr. Hyde uh, introduces himself to you, you see a little pale greenish uh, screen kind of appear next to his head that has Mr. Hyde level one paladin and essentially like a little avatar of his face beneath it. (laughs) The Count brushes the dirt off of his... uh, now pretty beat up chainmail, <laughs> and as a level one character, only has two hit points remaining. <laughs> um, well, hey, that fall would have killed me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, half he looks up, grunting, uh, extends a, a hand in return, and says, "Yeah, good, to, good to meet you, Count Count Dante," and reciprocates the handshake. Stand up behind you. You just saw two people just fly off the edge of a cliff and then a bunny pop up and ask to be friends <laughs> with the guy who <laughs> tumbled with them off the cliff. Senate glances behind him and questions a lot of things about why he's here. <laughs> <laughs> but he continues onward. He's looking for... This is what Senep had imagined. Actually, I'll take it further back. Is there Pokemon in <laughs> this... Did Pokemon make it for Definitely. another 600 years? It made it, it, made it far? Yes. Okay, so this was Senep's vision. In Pokemon, you can't go off the cliffs. Usually. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. Uh, so what Senep thought was, hey, there's probably cool shit down over there, so I'm going to get to it first since no one else is going th- to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's what Senep's doing. Senep's looking mm-hmm. for, like, Pokeball kind of stuff, looking for... <laughs> Items Those that little stick item containers. out. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Okay. Can do. Okay. Alrighty. Perception. And now that you're at the bottom of the cliff, anybody else who would like to make a perception check may as God well. Damn it. Oh, as well. Yeah, seven. I'd like to. Senep has rolled a seven in perception. Seven. Okay. That's a. Uh... And that one for the count. <laughs> uh, that's sixteen for Mister Mister Hyde. Mm. Sixteen. Okay. That scientific brain of his. I, I think the count got some massive dirt in his eyes when he <laughs> fell off the thirty-foot cliff. Uh-huh. <laughs> not seeing. Not seeing too great. <laughs> no, you still like you held up your hand to shake hands, and you were face down in the dirt. It was like behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but as you look around with the seven, you are just overwhelmed, Senep, uh, by the intoxicating uh, smell of wildflowers as you are directly in, uh, almost like a, almost like the poppy fields in the Wizard of Oz. There are just it. There's just an abundance of color uh, as these beautiful flowers just sway gently in the breeze. Did you? 
<laughs> Were we supposed to go down the path? <laughs> you, I, players have free will to it's, do it's whatever. It's open world video game. <laughs> We're going to do all the side quests, check all the dungeons. I don't know if we'll even ever touch, touch the main storyline. <laughs> I like doing all the side quests first anyways, you know? Yeah. <laughs> then you can roll into the, the, the main quest all beefed up and knock out that first boss with no problem. <laughs> well, uh, for the record, Mr. Hyde doesn't know what a side quest is. <laughs> no? Mr. Hyde hasn't played video games? Zero games. Yeah. Zero games, which is why he's so desperate to be your friend. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Any losses <laughs> companion. <laughs> what do I notice? Do I see anything with my sixteen though? Uh yeah, I'll about I will start getting to that. Uh okay. unless is there anything else in particular as people were going? Scent of it's just recognizing the the flower scent. Flower smell. Yes. And as you're going along, Mr. Hyde, you kind of get a sense of what kind some of these flowers you've kind of read about. Uh, only in textbooks, though. They're things that you haven't really seen. They're kind of more exotic wildflowers that you would associate with typical, like, forests and typical, like, mountain uh, plains and meadows, uh, kind of those kind of environments that you briefly studied for a time. And uh, as you look at this bounty of flora before you, you kind of see with the breeze... That kind of like ripples on water or like when a helicopter is kind of coming down to land, you see odd like wind currents like in the grass itself. Almost rhythmic. Huh. Interesting. Do you notice that, by the way? Like, are you looking at the, the grass right now? I just, I know it sounds weird, okay, that I'm just talking about, you know, I'm just so fixated with grass right now. But like, are you seeing these cool like patterns at all with the, with how it's blowing? I think I, I think I broke a rib. Oh. oh. I thought you knew how to play this game. <laughs> you kind of feel Dante and you look down, you don't look injured at all. And it like you feel a little bit of discomfort, but it's nothing near the measure of pain you imagine you would feel from jumping 30 feet off the cliff face. I don't see what the hell you're talking about, man. <laughs> oh. Uh and well, what what are you what what's going on? Some some ripples. Yeah, as Mister Hyde takes a step further back. Um, yeah, uh, interesting uh, patterns. Don't you see? Just look a little bit harder. <laughs> and he points off just in a random direction. Do I see them? Uh, with Mister Hyde pointing them out to you, yes, you would. Okay, you kind of see the rhythmic pattern of them, it's off in the distance. And most of the other people, there's maybe like four or five other people, and they've kind of gone off by now into their different directions. So you guys are pretty isolated at the moment. Okay. But you see it in the distance, and you see it's kind of isolated in a span of about like 50, 60 feet or so, these gradual, that just currents that fade out. And they seem to be getting closer. Okay. Uh, Mr. Hyde is going to take this moment while... Count Dante is distracted to try to scurry away to get closer to Senep. Mm -hmm. Senep, uh, were you going farther down the path, or were you hanging out by the cliff? I'm going. I'm down the path. Okay. Exploring. Mm -hmm. Start going. You start going. Uh, I can I tell anything about these these ripples as they're getting closer? Like, it, it, you say it looks like just kind of 
flowing grass mm-hmm. blowing in the wind. Okay, mm-hmm. but it, it looks odd, right? Because like it's the grass like originating bows from down. Yeah. something that there's no like massive wind gust or anything. Uh, as it gets closer, you can start kind of feeling as it gets closer and closer in concurrence with these wind patterns. As the grass blows, you can start feeling the breeze change direction directly in your face. Would I have any potions in my inventory? Not at the moment, no. <laughs> can I Can I do a little... Is there any uh, buildings or any, any loot crates nearby? <laughs> uh, there is the... It looks like a group of buildings off in the distance, like the small village of some kind farther down the path. Uh, but as these currents are getting closer and closer, uh, it was... Yeah, Mr. Hyde rolled the highest. You all get the sense that whatever this is, it's not in like it's not quite in synchronized with the breeze that's coming across this meadow and you look up and i would like whoever would like to to make another perception check for me okay i figure i'm gonna Every, everyone whoever would like to yes i'm gonna oh, okay. do that it's a 15 damn Natural one. Oh, man. <laughs> I got a ten. Okay. Uh, Mr. Hyde, once again, uh, you look up and you see something. The clouds are kind of moving, almost like in uh, circular patterns. Like when you push an oar through water and it kind of creates those small little vortexes. You see those kind of circular patterns offshoot in the sky. Huh. Now that's an interesting weather pattern that I'm observing right now. Uh, as both of you kind of get that idea, all of you see the massive form and beating mirror-like wings <laughs> of an ancient silver dragon flying oh above God. your heads. <laughs> do, I, do I see this? Or do I... Yep. Really? Uh-huh. And you can see Even that... with the one? It's, it's pointed out to you. Okay. <laughs> you couldn't see it initially, but if it's pointed out to you, I'll let it happen. Okay. You're level one, okay? Things are happening. <laughs> the cow's going to quick save his know. game because he's pretty sure he's about to die. <laughs> uh, you see beautiful crystalline blue reflecting the sky around it, the scaled stomach as it flies in the direction of the mountains in the opposite direction of where you are walking. And the wings, as it gets closer and closer, is almost deafening as it seems to slightly swoop down beneath the clouds. You see its wings beat one full uh, moment as it lifts itself again out of sight, and you just hear it fade into the distance over the mountains. Jesus. Hal has peed himself a little. Yeah, I I think the count's checking his chain mail, too. (laughs) I... Senep is. I feel like Senep's still coasting off that one <laughs> perception roll. Not too worried. So he barely sees it. It's a giant mirror. It's just like a glimpse. Game. He doesn't even know if if what he saw was actually there. Mm-hmm. Hal's gonna bounce back to 
the count, no mm-hmm. longer trying to get away from the count. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I think it's better to stay actually where together. Did you, where, did, say, where did you just go? I was just you know, I was exploring. <laughs> what the hell was that? Recon, you know. I gotta look out for my my pal, my friend. Gotta you know be on the lookout, make sure there isn't anything <laughs> you didn't even coming my way. I, I I promised I was coming back. Here I am. I, I guess I'll just take that on faith. You dummy. You didn't say anything. It's okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Um. Well, what'd you find out? There are big ass scary dragons here. <laughs> You're damn right. Yeah. I, I, I gathered my that myself as well. Yeah. Do I overhear this? <laughs> yeah. Big ass scary dragon. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> oh, you're the one that that did that really impressive jump off the cliff. You know, you could really learn a thing or two. He says, gesturing to the count, uh, Count Dante. <laughs> you could really learn a thing or two from this one. You're like, you know, I I haven't lost all faith in you just yet, but you know, like maybe ask him how to do a jump. Did you? Do you guys have? The spell? What do you... What? Spell? Spell? Oh, no oh. spell. <laughs> well, the, I just went for it. The whole... Oh, wow. Okay. The whole reason I jumped off was because I had this this fancy spell that allows me to fall like a feather. Oh. I Wait, don't can you guess I, what the name of the spell is? Uh, uh, free Fall? Free Falling by Tom Petty? No. <laughs> Who's Tom Petty? <laughs> super old, super, super dead <laughs> classic rock. Like the classical... Uh, it's actually. I think the genre would probably be. Yeah, that's quite enough. Thank you. Uh, so <laughs> here's the thing. You seem like you know what you're doing. Um, uh, barely. I mean, I just you know, I I know of my spell list from the. Um, uh, I know of the spell list from the uh, from the tutorial, but uh, wow. that's that's about it. Wow. Um, and you I know, figured, you know, Cliff. Hey, let's let's just jump off. Yeah. No one's gonna go this way, but then you two. Um, I, I'll be honest. I just kind of saw you do it and figured that was kind of that was the move. Mm. And now I'm not able to move so well. So, <laughs> well, here's the thing: there was a big dragon, very big. Okay, uh, that is very scary. And oh. I think we would be better off if you joined us. You know, it's I, it, it seems like the kind of place that you know, the more the merrier. Well, what do you guys have to offer? My friendship. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mr. Hyde, and he just <laughs> sticks out his little bunny paw again. Oh, uh, Senep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what you did there. You see, as each of you introduce yourselves, the same pale, light green screens appear uh, as you introduce yourself with your name, your player, like level, class, and with a small avatar of your player. The, the Count gives a, a cursory wave and says... Uh, Count Dante, and I've, I've got this big sword. That's pretty much what I'm offering. So, friendship and a sword. And a shield. You've got a shield? And my axe. Yeah, and he... <laughs> and my axe. <laughs> yeah, I got a shield, and he brings out his little tiny bunny shield. I don't have one of those, so that I imagine it'll help. Um, hey, look, new friends, I... I, I'm tasting blood, and I'm pretty sure, like I cracked at least one rib. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try to head over to that town, see if maybe I can't find a, something to patch me up. Um, are you guys into that? You wanna, you wanna go? Uh, yeah, do, sure. Do, does, do that, does that make sense? You know, that's probably a good idea. I gotta. It's probably um, smart to figure out where everything is uh, in case of emergencies later on. So yeah, and and I'm trying to. I, hopefully, we can find. I'm I'm trying to figure out where the the main hub is for Utopia, the the central. I imagine it was you know following the path at the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
so maybe he... well so far you're kind of the the astute trailblazer out of all of us and that you didn't suffer nine points of damage <laughs> by falling off of that cliff um so i'm just gonna i'm gonna follow your lead um send up gestures to mr hyde uh what, what, what about you did you take any damage you look just fine oh no i was great yeah it was a, you know it was a exhilarating jump for me oh well, yeah um and then i found out that he just had no idea what to do oh. you know how to do his uh job so yeah but I appreciate, I appreciate that you had my best interests in your heart. And that means something to me. You know, as a, a, a burgeoning friendship here, I think you've got a lot to offer. Your tone makes me feel good, but the words that you're saying make me feel bad. Um, <laughs> and so I'm just going to work through that uh, on my own. But yeah, I, I'm going to just... Oh, so. Sounds like a personal problem, but yeah, I mean, I'm here for you. <laughs> Yep, more of that. But let's go. Okay, yeah, let's let's go. I like let's, that let's, idea. let's get let's go go to the, this yeah, area, yeah, the, the, the town, the count, and <laughs> hobbles hobbles down towards the town. As you venture forth along this trodden path, all of you on those focal screens have a little bit of it looks like a white kind of pulsing dot over a map icon in the upper right corner. Uh, what were you guys seeing this? What is that? I I don't understand what that is. Senna tries to, like, touch it. Mm -hmm. You kind of focus on that, like, focusing on, like, a piece of glass, almost, sensation that's right in front of your face. And you focus in, looking at that icon. And as you focus on it uh, for a second, it expands. And there is the same dark screen, but illuminated in... (laughs) uh, Illuminated in a kind of pale, greenish-white light is the outline of the cliff the path that you have currently walked and about to the end of the path that you have currently reached on this map, you see uh, the letters cross over the entire uh, screen, Kingdom of Solace, which kind of condenses a little bit, goes to the top of your screen and directly where your location is, you see the letters Sweet Meadow appear. Are you guys, I think we're in the Sweat Meadow. (laughs) Sounds a little stinky to me. <laughs> it did smell pretty sweaty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's ironic with all the flowers around, but... Maybe that's the joke. <sighs> Fucking developers in this game. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so, okay. Brow. But, uh, so this is clearly... Oh, wait, wait, we're... it's it's sweet. I, that, I always get those two words mixed up. I don't know how. Oh, uh, sweet and sweet, sweet. Sweet, Oh. Yeah, sorry. I... It still smelled pretty sweaty. Maybe it's me. <laughs> I'm not used to these fishy smells yet. All I smell is iron right now. Oh. <laughs> you should really take a whiff of these flowers. They're like incredible. I'd like he to a, take a whiff a of flower. a potion <laughs> if, if we could muster that. <laughs> Are we okay. at the village? Uh, you take a hold of the flower, and it's just little wild flower that you see as you have it in your hand. Another little white pulse kind of appears in that upper right-hand corner over where your inventory would be. And it says store in a slightly greener font, wildflower. Oh, hey. Did you guys notice this? We get a a storage. Uh, What does that even mean? How? I can't carry that many things. Am I meant to have a lot of items here or something? Just just, just throw that over your shoulder. He chucks it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just goes back into the middle. So what was the point of that? I did. I, 
I think I might have a concussion too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Can I do a medicine check, Count Dante? Senep is going to grab a fistful of these flowers Mm -hmm. um, and stare. Mm -hmm. Uh, It gives the same prompt, store nine in slightly darker green front, wildflowers, question mark. Oh, uh... Is there a menu or like a little thing that says yes or no? Or? Uh, yet you see those options uh, beneath it. Going to focus on yes. Mm-hmm. You see the flowers kind of pixelate in your hand for a little bit and oh. disappear. And you see them appear in little item blocks that as it takes you to your inventory, you see the rest of what would be your starting equipment. Oh, Starting equipment being what we've... What would be associated with your character yeah. class, yep, from your wow, original Wow, that's creation. trippy. Whoa, okay. Essentially, your inventories function as bags of holding. So do I, do we have, like, bag, backpacks or something? Or, like, just like, virtual storage? Essentially, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, for mechanics, it is an action to, it's a bonus action to open your inventory. It's an action to take something out of it. So keep that in mind if... You want to keep certain weapons or certain things out when combat happens. You don't want to waste an action to get your things. That was a 14 on the the old medicine check for me. Uh, Definitely. It's really weird because all these things that you associate that should be happening with an injury physically, it doesn't feel like you're suffering any of those effects. It's like your body remembers and associates, hey, this should be happening to me, but it's your real life body. This virtual body doesn't, while it feels real, it doesn't have those same kind of, it's a very odd disconnect that you're still trying to figure out between your new virtual body and your mind. And this that is transcended to this uh, virtual consciousness. So I'm just, it's kind of like a body dissociation kind of experience mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Yeah. Like it, I, I went through this trauma and would expect to feel one way, but it's, it, it feels it's, psychosomatic. You're kind of, as you really get in tune with what you're physically feeling, it's not what you would assume would happen from a 30 foot drop. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Dante does not care about the flowers and <laughs> is, uh, is going to continue heading towards the village. Okay. But I am going to notice that that just got pixelated like oh oh, okay so is that like we can put those in our own personal storage that's cool and i think i want to try to open up my inventory as well just to see if there's anything in there and just Mm -hmm. explore a little bit yeah you open yours in addition to your starting equipment there is a uh golden egg what is a golden Uh, um i'm just gonna click on it i guess is Mm -hmm. it something that i click on or or, you know like focus focus on on. yeah exactly uh you focus on it and it says uh it asks essentially bring one golden egg out of inventory question mark uh mr hyatt's gonna look around for a second like maybe do you guys have a do you do you guys have any like weird items by any chance um you know any like I, I don't know, like eggs or things like that. Just eggs. out of curiosity. Eggs. Eggs? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, double checks his inventory. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring up my inventory as well. Uh, it's just your starting equipment for you, too. Yep, yeah, no, yeah no, got nothing. nothing. Oh, nothing yeah, crazy. okay. I mean, nothing here, too. Just, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, 
branching out with the mind here just to see like what the limits are of this game. That was pretty specific. Eggs. Though. No, eggs. no. Deception hey. check for <laughs> sure. Am I good at deception? Do we counter? With, yeah. Do we? If you would like to roll insight checks, insight? absolutely. Okay. Please. We're not like really friends yet. I don't, I don't know what the hell uh, you're talking about. Senate rolled a six on insight. It's a fourteen for deception. Uh, my insight was thirteen. So successful, successful. Yeah, you are. Just, like it. just have a wild imagination. Deceiver. Just bringing out eggs. I don't know. I just you know I was thinking about eggs. I, I was just thinking right now it would be really tasty to have one. It would be cool. I mean, I don't. I can't think of the last time I had a real egg. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. So expensive know, these sure days. <laughs> they are. Yeah, like six bucks a dozen. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Or what, oh, what would it be? Six hundred unity a dozen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah. What? Live animals right now? That's Isn't my hard. rent like four grand in unity? Forty, about forty-six hundred. Yeah, it's really expensive. So it costs like. I say probably more along the lines of four to five hundred unity for a carton of eggs. I mean, we're probably living on nutrient paste. We are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so it's a delicacy. That is yeah, a delicacy. Very special delicacy. Those are like five to ten unity for your yeah. nutrient pack. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which is just crushed up cockroaches and various insects. Yeah, mm-hmm. loose uh, protein in quotation marks. If you've ever seen Snowpiercer, that's what we're referencing. <laughs> that's what we're going off of. Well, boy, yeah, eggs sound good. Um, uh, I wonder if there are any uh, sort of restaurants in the in this town we're going to. Oh, do That'd we get to cool. eat? Do we this? get? To, do we taste things? And then Senep's gonna pick up a flower and put mm. it in his mouth. Yeah, and try uh, to taste it. It tastes like honey, like honeysuckle. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, it's delicious. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Oh, all right. Okay. You, should, you should try this. You try this. Senna grabs another flower and gives it to um, Mr. Hyde. Great. Happily takes it. Wow. Thanks for the... This is What a great gift. Just like... Well, I'm I mean, already so happy to be friends with you. And he just like starts chowing down on it. I, there's like a thousand, like hundreds of thousands of but them. But you picked this one specifically yeah, yeah, for okay. me. Well, yeah, I guess it's... Um, here, you want some air? Send him, like, <laughs> cups some air and, like, pushes it. <laughs> I don't appreciate your sarcasm. <laughs> but, you know, if if you're just, like, trying to be friendly, sure. Yeah. 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 Pass it my way. Yeah. Because sure. uh, you know, he just, like, starts wafting the air into his mouth. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Good. Senep's regretting oh, um, talking to this this uh, rabbit-looking creature. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna see at the village. Oh yeah, sorry. We're just <laughs> great. I'm gonna start hopping in the same direction too. I will okay. slither, slither walk. Oh, yes. However, Triton. What are what are you? Triton. What are you? What, oh oh oh! A, 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 something called a Triton, uh, a mm-hmm. fish person. I can breathe underwater. Mm-hmm. Oh. You have slightly webbed feet, so up to if you wanted to go barefoot or if you wanted to have boots. No oh, wonder why it's so fishy smelling. <laughs> I will go barefoot. Yeah. So it's a little odd because at, at some points you feel the grass might get a little bit slick, mm. and that feeling of like grass between your toes, at, like faux parks that you guys would have in the compound. Mm-hmm. It's all just flattened under mm. uh, your feet, but you can feel it flatten a little more uh, succinctly. Like, not if you were wearing shoes. Like, if you were wearing those, like, individual toed, like, whatever barefoot shoe, like, shoes the, are the, that I've The like Vibram the, yeah, five fingers? The, the, yeah. The, the toe shoes? <laughs> it's, along, it's, it's along those lines, yeah. 
as you continue down along the pathway, you see a bunch of people that had run ahead of you. Uh, you can see off in the distance, there's maybe like two or more people. Yes. Fun fact about Kyle, I definitely had a pair of vibram <laughs> <laughs> toe shoes. No. Were they worth the hype? Uh, my feet like nearly bled after trying to run in them twice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely worth the hype. Okay. Nice. So thanks to our sponsor, Vibram. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you back. might be. 2,639. <laughs> Oh, man. As you continue down the pathway, you look uh, past as you kind of almost are cresting a hill, a small hill on this meadow, and appearing in the distance more clearly is a humble village embellished by the gentle sounds of lutes and harps. Uh, Various small wooden cottages surround an elegant bell tower standing in the center of town. Uh, It does not seem to be ringing at the moment, and you just hear this lovely music lilting across the air. You start smelling the delicious smell of grilled meats, baked goods, like bread and cinnamon, and hear the banging away of forges like like a hammer on an anvil. Uh, You hear merchants calling, you hear people just having a good time, being happy, and having just uh, some areas like a party, drinking together, and the very almost disconcerting atmosphere of joy that uh, that none of you have really experienced in quite this way before. Dante looks to the rest of his uh, quote-unquote friends and says, uh, I'm going to... I think we we'll go to the tavern and might try to sit down and eat something, see if that helps out with the the health health points, hit points that I just lost. <laughs> There's a number of number of uh, different buildings. As the path leads into town, you see there's kind of a smattering of those houses. But centrally around the bell tower, there is one tavern and inn called the Summer Rose. Yeah, Dante's just gonna just hopefully stroll right in. Mm-hmm. Senep is going to follow Dante mm-hmm. in hopes for delicious food choices. Uh, and Mr. Hyde is also thinking he wants to try to find a room. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, if it's an inn-like place, maybe there are private rooms in this area. He's mm-hmm. hoping. Mm-hmm. No idea. Yeah. Uh, as you enter the tavern, you open the doors and smell a delicious scent of savory meats, uh, smoked roasts and stews, and kind of combined with the sweet aroma of pastries and that cinnamon again that's a little bit stronger in here. And as you come inside, there is a bevy of multiple different uh, individuals, different colored skin, white, blue, green, purple, with different color. <laughs> uh, different colored hair, different colored uh, furs, as some individuals that look like cats essentially to backseas walks through. Uh, one loxodon, a uh, elephant uh, like individual with uh, a ornate, uh, ornately decorated tusks that walks through. You see a scar kind of in one of his ears as he seems a little more weathered than the rest of these other people as he kind of shuffles his way out to the side of the rest of you. You see one who looks like a minotaur-looking individual sitting at the bar, drinking and laughing with a couple other people. And at the bar is a lovely 
essentially elven looking uh, woman with beautiful uh, platinum blonde hair that is braided all the way down to the middle of her back in a bright green with pilk, uh, pink floral uh, flowers embroidered into her uh, dress that she's brought up to the quarter sleeves. Looking around, a little wisp of hair falls down past her uh, vibrant uh, green eyes as she looks around. All right, all right, that'll be another one. Uh, sweet water for you then. All right, looking a bit haggard and assuming you'll need it. Uh, oh, newcomers! What can I do for you? Welcome to the Summer Rose. Is this like a, a seat yourself kind of join, or uh, is, do we need to wait for the hostess? Or are you the hostess? Uh, I am the owner of the Summer Rose. My name is Liliana. Hi, well, hello, Liliana. I am uh, in need of some food, <laughs> I think. All right. Uh, if you'd like to take a seat, I'll be right with you. And as she says, Liliana, you see a little screen pop by her. It doesn't look like a player screen. It just says Liliana, owner of the Summer Rose. And that's all you got. It's very, uh, it's much more uh, indescript than the other player screens that you've seen when people introduce themselves to you. I don't think she's a, a player character. You all right? Hi. Yeah, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, I just I need to ask her a quick question. Um, is she gone by this point? She's kind of she... just talking to people, getting up some uh, drinks. Uh, miss. Ah, uh, yes. D- uh, Little fairy friend, what can I do for you? Uh, d- um. <clears throat> Are you 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 own this establishment? Right? I do indeed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do, do you have um any rooms? Hey, that we do. Just can I can I just like, I don't need to like stay for long. Can I just like use a room real quick? Just for yourself. Y- yes. All right. That'll be fifty unity. Fifty god. Send up over here is as bewildered. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and he looks to see if there's anything in his inventory for 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look, and part of your inventory, uh, you go to a currency, and it's directly wired to the unity that you have stored in your, essentially associated with your serial number, your money in real life. Okay. Mm-hmm. So since you have this new chip, I don't know if uh, you would have put any in there, but you would have at least, I would say, left over that Edward would have put on there for you. I would say there would be about about like 5,000 unity. Okay. Um, I'm going to just try to persuade here and be like, mm-hmm. um, I just need it for like just five minutes. That's all. Just a little measly. Five. Isn't that okay? Can I just, uh, just go in there? Go ahead and uh, make a persuasion check for me. <sighs> 11. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. I suppose I could do that. A tenth of the time, a tenth of the cost. Of course, I'll have Salvador over here just catching up on you, making sure you're not doing anything untoward. Right, Salvador? And you see in the corner a 
kind of lean but muscular gray-skinned half-orc uh, with dark brown hair put up in uh, like the top half kind of in a top knot half bun with wonderful smelling cinnamon rolls on a platter. Looks over, kind of just gives you a smile, nods, and goes back to what he was doing. Right, so then just five unity will suffice. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, know, that seems fair to me. I just, hey. how, do, how do I do that? Uh, she kind of looks at you, cocks her head a little bit, and you see on your focal screen a little notification pop up with, uh, in exchange, uh, five unity, uh, essentially waiting for authorization oh, to exchange for the room. Uh, going ahead to, and just going to focus on that. Mm-hmm. Payment's done. Like, yep. okay, um, you, you stay right here. I will be right back, you two. Did you? Did you just spend real money? No. Like right now? No, you didn't. No, I didn't. That was just uh, we're having a joke. Oh, okay. God damn! What? Joke? You're joking with the NPC? I'll be right back. <laughs> I, I just hop away. I'm not sure if they're that intelligent. I, yeah, I don't know if they can do that. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I'm I'm gonna go. I, I need to sit down and eat. Uh, as the exchange is made, you see a little key kind of pixelate into uh, solid form in your paw uh, oh. with the room uh, six on it. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to be right back. All right, make it quick. I, I Hopefully, we'll just eat, and uh, we can head out of here after that. Okay, just going to... Do you want us to order you anything? Uh, you know what? The, the whatever cinnamon-flavored thing is around here, I've just been dying. Cinnamon. D- like, a, like a latte or a, a cinnamon roll? Uh, you know, dealer's choice. All right. All right. You, yeah. we'll, we'll check the I, menu. As my friend, I trust your opinion. <laughs> And I put my hand on his shoulder. You got this. Thank you. You guys known each other for a little while? I, 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 We've known each other... About 30 seconds longer than you've known But it feels like him. for forever. We go back. He held me, and it was the most intimate experience I've had in a while. That's right. I, that is actually true. I did hold him. It was while I cast, cat, cat, cast, cast ourselves off of that uh, cliff and... I'm yeah. wasting time uh, here. Yeah, get, get out of here, man. What are you doing? I, yeah, I, go to the bathroom or whatever. Your yeah, it's fine. Shit voices shaky yep. for whatever. He's going to hop on <laughs> off and find the room that that key goes to. All right, you head to the room. What are the two of you doing? Senate uh, requests a menu. Yeah, uh, go yeah. sit down at a table and just kind of yeah. flag down a waitress. Easy enough. Uh, uh, the count throws a hand in the air, a little presumptive, and tries to uh, gesture for uh, a, a service staff to come uh, take care of them. Uh, you see Salvador, the half-orc individual, set down a plate, wipe off his hands, come over. All right, two newcomers. What can I do for you? Uh, could we get a, a couple of menus or you know, just an idea of what, we, what you guys got going here? Well, of course you can. And he kind of holds out two hands and on your focal screens, kind of a list that you can scroll scroll through with their costs and unity appear in front of you. Uh, Essentially, it's anything that you would imagine a breakfast cafe to have with also liquor. And... (laughs) Interesting. I mean, yeah, that's not too far off. (laughs) With a kitchen. Okay. Um... Wait, wait, this, the food costs real money. The hell's the what is the point of that? Uh, look, man, this company's had this planet by the balls for I don't know two hundred years now. God damn it! How, how much is we're, how much we're are paying we for the experience? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So you get into the biggest plates that are like full, like roasts of meat. Those are about like 10 unity, but small little pastries like the cinnamon rolls are like between one to two, depending on how many you want. Drinks are between one and three or one to like up to 20 or 30, depending if you want a bottle. God, what the fuck? All right. All right. I'll just get a little cinnamon roll for myself. All right. All right. Yeah, let's, let's just make it three cinnamon rolls. All right, that'll be three unity, and you... How are we dividing this up? One each. One each. All right. Uh, you can charge the, the little <laughs> rabbit for the, the third one. Hide as you're going to the room, you see a little notification pop up for authorize of one cinnamon roll, one unity. I should mark. I thought he was going to pay for that for me. Fine, whatever. <laughs> and he just, like, begrudgingly mm-hmm. accepts. Uh, all of you accept, and he goes, all right, I'll be right back with you. So I, I, Harvey has the unity to cover this? Uh, you see your balance go more another negative one. Okay. Oh. Goddamn microtransactions. <laughs> That's how they get you. Uh, Hyde, what are you doing as you're going off to this room? Uh, I am... For five minutes. <laughs> yep, for five minutes. So um, once Hyde gets to the room, yes. uh, he's going to just try to really quickly either lock the door, if that's something that he can do, or just like put a chair underneath the handle uh, just to keep anybody from coming in before he's ready for that. Uh, and, he, you know, does a quick like, can I just do a perception check? perception check (laughs) really quickly just to make sure that no one's around me that i'm in a oh yeah i feel like i'm in a safe space yes absolutely uh that is going to be a dirty 21 oh yeah which i guess is always dirty but you know yeah i don't know what dice you're playing (laughs) you feel very confident there's a couple like stragglers coming in between rooms but you're pretty confident nobody's clocking you specifically or following you and you have like plenty of windows where you'd be confident nobody would see you move okay. or enter any rooms. Uh, I'm going to go ahead then and get back into my inventory and mm-hmm. select uh, the golden egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, you select the egg and you uh, it asks you to bring it out of your inventory. Mm-hmm. And as it pixelates into solid form in your hand, it's got a little bit of a heft to it. You can fit it in one hand. Uh, it's a little bit bigger. It's about twice the size of a regular egg. And immediately as it touches your paw, you get this flash of information kind of in your mind as you resonate with this object to know what it does. Essentially, it functions with the augury spell that you can cast an unlimited amount of times. And primarily, it seems this is an objective. This is a guidance tool. Okay. Augury. Mm-hmm. A guidance. Okay, interesting. And, and I'm assuming this is a description that, like, I can read. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm can, aware of how this functions. I can get you the augury spell. Yes, I can get that sent over to you. Uh, but essentially, you get the idea that this is something that will help you once you start getting involved with certain quests or once you start getting objectives of, of other um, more pointed goals in the game. Okay, interesting. All right. Um, he's just kind of confused as to why this item is in his inventory and not in the other's inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess 
he'll he'll hold off on on using this spell if it's a spell that needs to be cast very aware of his time Mm -hmm. his five minutes in heaven um (laughs) when he's a quick yep uh but he's gonna go ahead and just you know kind of give himself a little nod like okay yeah i feel good about that and uh you know get out of the room and head back to his his party are the cinnamon rolls back uh you see as salvador is approaching the table where your two friends are sitting with a platter of cinnamon rolls you hear hey at another table and you start hearing banging on the table as people start singing there once was a lass with a final lass and her name was liliana she's a young lass that surely that you all would wanna until the morning, all evening long, for that I am sure, cause none is finer than Liliana, than a common paid old whore. Hey! And the last with a final last, and her name is Liliana. And it just keeps going and repeating. Oh, rather crass tune, isn't it? <laughs> it's grating on the ears. Also, <laughs> um, I, I didn't order this cinnamon roll, by the way. Um, excuse me. Well, I didn't order it. You see Salvador you? come over. Salvador. Are you saying you didn't accept the transaction? I didn't know what I was accepting. I'm brand new. I thought that was just, you know, like a notification that said, hey. You asked me to get you something cinnamon. <laughs> Shh. Play it cool. Play it. <clears throat> he kind of has this darkened expression on his face as he steps closer. I'm just kidding. I meant to order this. This is great. It's so tasty looking. Thank you. Well, if you have a complaint to the Axiom Network, or of course to Liliana herself, working by proxy as owner of the Summer Rose, you are more than welcome to file your concerns. Oh, so I can actually talk to the manager? She he kind of looks over. comes over <laughs> the entire tavern. <laughs> He kind of looks back, and you still hear, once was a last with a final last in the corner, as he kind of looks between her and the other people. Uh, yeah. Anything else I can get you? Just uh, have a great day. Well, all right. Thank you. And you see somebody else motion. Hey, Salvador! Uh, yep. All right. I'm good. Do, is Salvador an NPC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Same thing. Okay. okay. I was just trying to see if I could get away with not having to pay for my That's, cinnamon roll. You know I'm sorry. No, I, did, don't, I, didn't, I don't you want you what? to feel like I was Honestly, yelling at you. Honestly, this, this system is something that I'd like to explore a little bit, too. So I I, I should have been keen on what you were trying there. Um, it's okay. You know, I, I kind of expect you to be maybe a little bit slower to the uptake given our rocky start. But I don't hold that against you. I'm here for you and you're here for me. And together we complete each other as a team. So Dante is holding a fork in his hand and he's <laughs> grinding the handle of it into the, the wooden surface of the table. He's just kind of rocking the, the butt of the fork back and forth. <laughs> and you might think that that's because of the comment that he just got from Mr. Hyde. But in reality, it's because Harvey, as the operator of Dante, is not flush with Unity right now and realized that as a level one fighter, he has access to the second wind ability with which he would have been able to heal those hit points that he had lost <laughs> without having to spend any money. Um, so the comment sort of washes over him, but he's uh, sort of uh, gnashing his teeth a little bit of the fact that he's now further in debt and didn't have to be, even if it's just for one Unity. All right. You all dig into your cinnamon rolls? Yeah, yeah, can I mm-hmm. roll to see how tasty it is? Oh, 
You don't have to. Oh, uh, these are... But I want to. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. I, I mean, mean, maybe you should roll since, <laughs> since you're uh, the... What, what's her name? Lisa? Liana? Liana. Liana. We're really good at listening. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole song and everything. It was great. <laughs> oh, they were singing about her. Oh. <laughs> Hi, I'm on the show, too. <laughs> I was just blown away by your singing. We weren't oh, expecting. I it. was having a great time. It was, great. It, was a ter- it was a terrific tune. I wanted to have a mug in my hand. <laughs> so, how good are the cinnamon roll? You, I would like everybody to make a either Constitution or Charisma saving throw. What? <laughs> what the heck? Great. Yeah, you always love that when you're ingesting food and have to save from it. Constitution or Charisma? Yeah. Cinnamon roll with thirteen Charisma saving throw. Okay. Uh, Mr. Hyde rolled a 12. Okay. I got a 6. Uh, the two of you are able to hold back tears, but Count Dante, <laughs> you can't help but let one fall, as this is the most delicious thing you have ever tasted in all of your entire lives. It melts in your mouth. Your tongue is coated in the hot, sugary, sweet cinnamon syrup of this phenomenal pastry that you've only ever read about or heard of in passing rumor. The agitation that Dante was previously feeling just just washes out of his head and he throws his head back and <laughs> with his mouth still half full, he goes, the best cinnamon roll I've ever had. You've had like flavored jellies that were like cinnamon flavored or cinnamon roll flavored. This is the real deal. It is warm. It is sweet. It is insanely good. How I, even after the bite, it lingers that taste in your mouth god damn uh uh fucking what the hell is his name donna dot d die sal salvador el salvador el salvador salvi salvi go over here give me another one of these good salvia actually give me two more please i'll take five you both get the uh notifications uh five unity two unity for more cinema Yep, you both play. Does it do anything for news. the count's hit points? Ah, uh, it unfortunately does not. Does it give us inspiration? <laughs> I you feel like what? the yes. best fucking cinnamon roll <laughs> yes, I've ever your had. Your first day in the game. Yes, yes, I will absolutely. That, Everybody has inspiration, and inspiration for me is one re-roll, and that's a one re-roll of a d twenty. So an attack roll, a saving throw, an ability check, any of that. Uh, if you, and it can be after I say whether it succeeds or fails, if you want to uh, try again, essentially a free luck point, you absolutely can. Once. <laughs> With Mr. this inspiration, or until you get inspiration again. Mr. Hyde is going to slide over two of the five cinnamon rolls that he just purchased to his new friend. That's very generous oh, of you. And Dante reaches over to Mr. Hyde, grabs a hold of one of his ears, and uses it to dab all the tears <laughs> from his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> that was amazing. And thank you for your generosity. Um, Count sort of leans back in his chair again and then closes his eyes. And you can see him draw into himself, and he uses the second win to yes. regain the hit points that he had lost since this damn cinnamon roll is doing nothing for him. Unfortunately not. Um, and that's a, a cool 5 HP bag. So we're at a nice 7. Nice, even, lucky number 7. Senep is just gonna be 
extremely focused on this these two cinnamon rolls that he's gotten he's mm-hmm. nothing else in the world matters to him right now mm-hmm. it's just him and the and the rolls so is this all the game is just you log in and uh you you eat food i i thought this was a an opportunity to you know I mean, it's fun spending money, but I thought this would be an opportunity to, I, I don't know, call me crazy, but make money? How does that happen? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're right, uh, or at least I've, I'm I'm positive you're right. I've, I've seen plenty of, of the E-stars doing it. Um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of why I'm here, just to make a little extra cash. But I don't really know how to get started with that. Hey, hey, Sal. Yeah, Sally. Sally probably knows. Uh, you see, he's like, all right, be right with you. Um, no, right now. <laughs> <laughs> you see, <laughs> he has a smile on his face that kind of, mm. go ahead, make a. Oh, no. Uh, Sounds like no. intimidation, huh? Let's, Persuasion. No. Let's make this, um. You know what? Just uh, roll a d20, add your intelligence score, or your intelligence modifier, and your proficiency bonus. Okay, all right. Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, You see, it almost looks like a glitch of some kind as he's kind of smiling in your direction, but you see kind of the semblance of a very deep frown kind of for just a split second and then come back to a smile. Rather curious. Mm-hmm. And he wipes his hands on his apron and walks on over. Uh, all right, uh, what else can I get you? Well, Sour, we are adventurers, and as we understand it, this game allows for not only the spending of unity, but the earning of it as well. That it does, young adventurer. Uh, yeah, yep, that's us. Wait a minute, can we become cooks? If that is the path you wish, absolutely. Oh, snap. Just make... No, 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 that's not the route I'm going here. Um, Where do we start? To be a cook. I mean, if you would like, you can join me in the kitchen. And you see a little objective pop up, like uh, (laughs) cooking with Sal. And uh, with a quest objective, like, do you wish to accept the cooking with Sal? Sal, is this something I can make unity off of? If you get good enough at cooking. Okay, you know what? No, that's no. We're not doing this. Oh. I, I decline. <laughs> <No>. Okay. <laughs> kind of pops back. Well, for the run of the mill uh, adventures for individuals like yourself, there's the job boards posted out on the bell tower in the center of town. Otherwise, maybe you could ask around. There might be other individuals here in need of your assistance. Or you could just go wandering in the wilderness. Is that board that you're talking about, is that where like the more. Uh, expensive jobs are, or the, you know, where you're going to make more money. Well, what? essentially helps you get your bearings. I don't know how experienced of adventurers you are, but uh, kind of a good starting point for most people. That sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, starting point. Sure, sure, sure yeah. yeah. Did yeah. the job board. All right. Uh, so, nothing else I can get for you? Uh, just I mean, a view of that sweet Liliana's ass. <laughs> I was literally going to say something very similar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just smiles, walks away. I, I don't know if you can really interact with the NPCs that way. Well, I thought it was a clever joke, okay? I, it was good. It, yeah, I, I'd say it just, just a moment. I want to I push this guy's buttons a little bit. Actually, 
Uh, Salvi. Yeah, what can I do for you? Uh, can you get me uh, another cinnamon roll on the house this time? <laughs> kind of thinks about it. Uh, I don't think I know what you mean. On the house, you know, for free. I've already ordered three. Is there... I'm sure you can make some sort of buy three, get one free sort of deal. You see, every time you say, like, free or on the house, he has to kind of, like, cock his head, look to the sky a little bit, and then he kind of, like, zaps back to focus. I'm sorry, if you'd like another cinnamon roll, I can certainly offer you uh, the exchange for such a such a coveted pastry here at the Summer Rose. Sal, can you do me a favor? Uh, I might be able to. I want you to spin in a circle five times while patting your head with your left hand and rubbing your tummy with your right hand in a counterclockwise motion. <laughs> and then I want you to tell me the answer to 64 divided by 3 times 23. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, he, I'm not looking anything up. He does it flawlessly. <laughs> Incredible. Wow. Damn. All right. right off the dome. Some good processing power. All right, Salvi, that's that's all for now. Wait, wait, wait. I want to just go one step further. Oh. Sally, can I call you Sally? Sally. Sure. Can you do just two burpees for me? Just two burpees. <laughs> Oh, oh. <sighs> right? You know, good enough. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, Are you guys good? So can yeah, we just yeah. tell this NPC to just do whatever we want? I, so I, go I ahead. Whoever wants, make an insight check. I am curious. Too. Motherfucker. <laughs> I got you. I got a four. Uh, I got a 22. Okay. Uh, Mr. Hyde, from what you observed, it seems if you ask him to do anything like non-harmful or what you would assume is directly associated with his occupation here at the tavern, uh, easy enough. There's not really any hesitation or really or really any um, ill like feelings about it or anything like that. More than happy to comply. But if it ever gets into anything like trying to subvert the transaction system, Essentially, it'll be looked over, ignored, or uh, essentially he'll repeat what he says. Uh, or if it's something, uh, you get the sense potentially something harmful, that it'll be the same response as anything that might subvert the transaction system, where it'll either be ignored or you'll get that kind of, uh, you'll get that kind of uh, darker expression that you had before. Got it. Okay. Yep. Um, no, I think we're good. Uh, let's, uh, I say we go to that board now. Let's do it. To the board. I, before we go, I want to look around the room and see if there's any, you know, cloaked individuals tucked into the corner mm-hmm. with a with a quest icon over their head. Or <laughs> Go and make a perception check for me. That means they exist. <laughs> that would be... 17 perception. Yeah. Uh, Looking around, you see the group that was singing at the other table, kind of you get the sense of a party, essentially a group of people who have bonded together in a group. Of players. Yes. Yes, a group of players, Uh, especially from how they're acting and how they're singing about uh, about Liliana, the manager of the tavern. You get the sense also that they're not yeah they're not limited uh, by uh, certain guy uh, game restrictions potentially, and as you kind of look around, there are some individuals that 
they are kind of standing off by themselves, but go ahead and make a, uh, an additional uh, insight check for me. Okay. It's another 17 for insight. Yeah, the majority of the people that are kind of standoffish or off by themselves that you might find some suspicion with, you get the sense that they are mostly uncomfortable or just trying to figure out also what to do and don't really know how to approach people and kind of want to start figuring things out for themselves first. Okay. No no quest givers? Not at the moment, no. Okay. All right. Yeah, looks like uh, looks like the job board's the place to go there, fellas. Let's, let's head out. Right then. You all head back out. The harp and ludic tones of this town be reinvigorated as you walk through uh, the paths of these, uh, not necessarily streets, but essentially dirt roads. And as you look around, just a bustling group of color. Just, it's almost overwhelming at times as this kind of vibrancy is you guys have never really seen before mostly in the compound like people are can be a little bit more eclectic they can have more colorful co- uh, clothing to express themselves but this is not just a color of like clothing it's people and the surrounding areas and the light just being illuminated on everything from the sun above you and as you approach the bell tower there's kind of a small group that seems to, like, some people come into it, some people go out of it. It looks like quite a few people here are looking at uh, a large board uh, that is posted on the side of the bell tower. Well, I think Dante's just going to kind of try to make his way to the front so we can see what the, the board has to offer. Senep is also going to approach the board. Uh, eventually, as you all approach uh, getting to the board, uh, you see there are two uh, new quests that seem to have been uh, uploaded to it essentially uh it's paper but you see every time someone tries to like tear it off the board they have a copy of it but a new one just kind of apparates mm. back on the board the first one is called scour the lowlands where you search the plains north of the village to find mysterious vagabonds scavenging along trail routes uh, trade routes or the lord's favor where in exchange for a favor from the lord of current village you imagine to be uh shivan lord shivan you uh whoever can bring him the most valuable item uh by the end of tomorrow will essentially get a favor in exchange and i forgot to mention this as well you all would notice the map icon slightly pulsing that energy again uh when you had come upon the village well what the hell that one the the shivan one seems rather ridiculous who, who, yeah, what are, what, are these guys' favors valuable? Like, and, why, why would I not just get the valuable item and sell it myself? I've never been one for for fetch quests, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I might pass on that one. It's probably just some rich a hole that has the resources to. You know, what, maybe oh, that's fan, oh man, actually that's genius. That's why I mean I was actually gonna say maybe I, we I, should favor post. Sounds, no, <laughs> maybe we should post. Uh, a piece of paper that says, if someone brings us a valuable item, we owe them a favor. That's uh, not a bad idea. You know what? Can we post jobs to this board? I, I, why don't you give it a shot and see? I'm kind of curious now. Is there anything I can, we can do? Make an investigation check. Mm, okay. Uh, fucking, what the... F- Senate rolled a dirty one. Yeah, it looks fine. <laughs> All right, well, 
I'll leave it up to you because both of these just sound rather ridiculous in my eyes. Well, we got to start somewhere, right? I, you know, I, I just think there's power in favors, you know, like just saying maybe we could, I don't know, use it to get even more riches or I, I don't know what this Lord has to offer, but, uh, you know, I, what exactly would we be getting from the other adventure? Yeah. Does the, do these quests list like the reward? You said favor from the, the second one. Yep, a favor from the second one. And it's for the Scour of the Lowlands. That one does not have an initial reward on it, but it does say you keep what you find from the scavengers. Oh, so they maybe could potentially tie the two together. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I like the thought of... Killing two birds with one stone? Yes. Slicing two chicken necks with one swing. That's, yep, as we as is still commonly said. The old um, adage. expression. Yeah. <laughs> so, Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the count reaches out and grabs uh, mm-hmm. one of each of the postings. Okay. Uh, you grab each of the postings. Uh, count specifically to you. You get the notifications on your focal screen for scour the lowlands and the Lord's favor. Do you accept? Uh, the count focuses on the accept. Um, mm-hmm. And is there like a create party function so that I can... As you accept the quest, there is. When you accept it, there is a new uh, tab that opens next to the inventory in the map that essentially is an icon uh, with multiple nondescript like people together that looks like party uh, okay. composition. And when you open it, uh, you have all of the quests... Uh, the two that you have so far listed, and you can choose which one to select a party for. So I'll, I guess I'll send, can I send invitations for, mm-hmm. for both? Uh, when you look at party options, rewards are split evenly between the party. Any and everything essentially gathered in relation to the quest is split. That includes uh, item reward, if it's sold, monetary value is split, unity or any other uh, monetary equivalents. Uh, that are found are split in addition to any uh, other benefits, essentially the Lord's favor. Uh, all three of you would be granted a favor, not just one. Okay. And then when it asks you, it does have some stipulations when it asks you to invite party members. It gives you a little pop-up that says, all invited party members must accept their invitation. All party members will be privileged to more in-depth information and more specific information concerning other party members, uh, not li- including but not limited to username, class, race, level, and essentially inventory you make public. So just game features. Mm-hmm. And essentially, it's also, um, if you make it public, you can share personal information, like your real name and your compound number. If you choose to. If you choose to. Okay. Well, yeah, the count just sends off the invitations to do his new traveling companions. You both get invitations popped up on your focal screens for Scour the Lowlands and the Lord's Favor. Wow, count Dante. this is just so neat. Wasn't that fancy? Okay, I'll just go ahead and accept that. Senep also accepts. Mm-hmm. All right, you all get together, and as it is Bef- accepted... Before we continue, though, yeah. I just want to say, 
I'm so excited to just <laughs> go on a quest with my two best friends uh, and just learn more about each other, especially what I'm interested in. But, uh, you know, also learning this game, too, at the same time. Like, I just, I look at you two and I get really warm, fuzzy feelings. Senep had forgotten why um, he had earlier thought to abandon this group. And he has just remembered. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's too late since he has already hit accept. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's let's. I think go we should bring it in for a hug. Uh, uh, sure. I'm I'm a bit smelly and slimy. I don't know if you guys want that. Yeah, you're right. You should stay out of the hug. And he just like goes and for the hug. Kind of just kind of like probably twice your height. So he just kind of throws some awkward arms down around. How tall is Count Dante? I've got him listed as six one. So probably my three foot six. Would, I would just be hugging your leg. I yep. feel like it's yeah. where I'm at. It's so cute. It gives you just like a little ruffle of the fur on top of your head. It's like, all right, let's. Uh, yeah, I think we should probably get on the get yeah, on the right, adventure trail. <clears throat> As uh, you guys were traveling for a little bit, it's starting to get a little around. Uh, you guys haven't been in here too long. I would say like maybe two hours. And as you kind of finish your hug, you still have that that pulsing icon from your map on your focal screens. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, sorry, gentlemen. I noticed this earlier. And uh, Dante focuses on the, the map icon. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you do, uh, do all of you check your maps? Yeah. Yeah. As you all focus on your maps, you look at the screen that the village where you had followed the path to appears with the name Vindala. And past the village of Vindala, you see in a different shade, you haven't been here before, but you see kind of in a border highlighted around the path that leads out of the village of Vindala, you see the lowland plains about northwest from the village in relation to the quest that you all had accepted. Oh, okay. So I guess that's where we need to go, yeah, right? Yeah, the, Pretty... the lowland plains. Okay. So you get the sense Pretty that your map will notify you when you've been to a new place. And when you've been to a new place, it will appear on your map as you discover it. But new places will also pop up on your map if it's a place you need to go, as assigned to you by a quest. So we can't see it. If we haven't been there, we don't need to go there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or if you don't have a quest, that gives you the access to the direction to yeah. get to that place where you need to to complete that quest. Got it. Okay. Well, let's make haste. Mr. Hyde, did you keep the egg out hidden on your person or did you put it back in your inventory? I put it back in my inventory. Okay. Because um, I don't know how that works just yet. Mm-hmm. He's going to wait until he has a chance to really delve into it before he pulls it back out again. Okay. As you go, the sp- wonderful or aromatic smell of this town you kind of catch a whiff of something more like woodsy almost like gamey uh like deep forest as you notice a very like very tall but 
well-muscled uh, woman with dark brown hair and two braids. Uh, looks human. Uh, kind of lightly tan skin walking through. She has a bunch of what looks like rabbits, uh, pheasants, and a bunch of other small game across her shoulder as he's she's walking to the Summer Rose Tavern past the job boards down the street. Uh, Mr. Hyde, you might want to tuck behind me. Yeah, I was not feeling very comfortable with this individual anyway, so I think I think letting you two go ahead and, and handle the conversation is okay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, let's see, what, see what's going on here. Uh, do you guys approach her? Mm-hmm. I want to throw a rock at her from behind. Go ahead and make an attack roll. <laughs> oh, I don't want to attack. I mean, <laughs> what am I doing? You're throwing a rock, apparently. So go ahead, add, this is an improvised weapon. So go ahead, just roll a d20, add your dexterity modifier. Oh, man. Uh, and add my dex modifier, you say? Uh, that is going to be a solid three. Okay. <laughs> Oof. It just kind of skitters across the ground off of a wall of one of the buildings. Uh, but she kind of looks, notices it, and looks back in your direction. Uh, I hide immediately behind Count Dante. Um, can I help you? I, I don't know. Can you? I mean, we're just out here walking on a path. And you threw a rock <laughs> at me. Who threw a rock? No, I didn't. You just hear from behind, <laughs> just like a quiet. Okay. Um, well, I've got a delivery to make. I'm Watcher Dawn, and you see the screen pull up uh, for Dawn, uh, Watcher for Watcher's Reach, or for The Watcher's Reach, excuse me, uh, as an NPC screen. Uh, I'm Watcher Dawn of The Watcher's Reach, and... Okay. And you just... Just a rock. You just kill innocent bunnies. I hunt for food. Um, I guess you're just... Dante kind of just scoots Mr. Hyde out from behind him. Does do the watcher... Does that mean anything to us? You... Uh, go ahead, anybody who would like to make a history check for me. What the... F- wow. Wow, wow, wow. That puts me at a dirty one again. Oh, my God. Got a five. Uh, for me... A <laughs> natural it's... 20. Nice. Send if you think it's people who <laughs> watch other people reach around to other people. for It's a different channel. It's oh, different but if I yeah. have a minus two, it doesn't matter, though, right? Because if it's a natural 20, it's like... Natural 20 is auto success. Yeah. yeah. 20 is 20, baby. And uh, you got a five... Dante? Okay. Mr. Hyde, you remember, uh, in your preparation leading up to delving into this game, there are a couple people who very prolifically stream their adventures and different things on this game and their different quests, and you've heard the Watcher's Reach before, and it's essentially a series of outposts along the western mountain range that you guys kind of started at, a collection of people that keep watch for enemies, creatures, or other things that might descend upon the Kingdom of Solace from the mountains. Essentially, they are scouts, huntsmen, huntswomen, people who are not entirely military, but they keep a patrol. Okay. Um, I just want to apologize for throwing a rock at you earlier. Um, Point I just accepted. Wow. 
Wow, that's so... Can can we just be friends that fast, too? Like, I just... Um, I just want to say I... It was... Before you even let me finish, okay? It was uh-huh. very unprofessional of me just <laughs> to come at you with that kind of aggression. And... Um, I just, you know, I, it took me by surprise. Me? I was just surprised. I thought you were just hunting I, me and she, just, uh, you know. Yeah, I, no. it, she's an NPC. It, it's it's fine. What does that mean? You can, like, throw rocks at her all day. She's man. a fucking computer program. Oh, so she's not, like, a real human. This is just your... I guess it depends on what you define as real, but she's a construct. She's kind of well, looking at all of you blankly. Can can I make friends with the construct? It'd be the um, same as being friends with your computer. I mean, if you want to be friends, we're always looking for people at the Watcher's Reach. Yeah, I see, that's really, yeah. <clears throat> oh, well, you know what I was actually hoping for? Because um, I think I've, I've actually heard a little bit about you. Um, you you probably got a good idea of the area. Is there any, like, yeah. interesting... Places with cool, undiscovered items, perhaps, nearby? Perhaps some points of interest? If you wish to further explore, the Watcher's Reach has plenty of opportunity further past the mountains. If you like, and you see a uh, screen pop up for you, we've been having some trouble with the Outlanders up the mountains. If you wish to investigate further with us and assist in our endeavors, we've had a bit of thievery these last few Last few months, actually, whenever they can get their hands on. You see popping up an offer for a quest acceptance. Beware the Outlanders. The description for this, waiting for the sun to set, help the Watchers keep an eye out for the thieving Outlanders and keep them from stealing their supplies. Under this quest objective, however, there is in red text a warning. This, this adventure contains themes, themes of violence. violence. Do you, you wish, wish to continue? continue? Well, duh. Yeah, I think this is... This feels like where it really kicks off. What? I don't do well with violence. I um. What were you expecting to experience with this type of game? I mean, you can certainly go find a cook job. I mean, back is, the is this where the money's made? I believe so. Hopefully, right? I don't know. Uh, um, I figure this is as good as it gets for being early in the game. Yeah. So you think we should do this? Don't yeah, are I mean, we already like drowning in quests as it is? Yeah, I'm the type of gamer who likes to just accept as many quests as <laughs> possible, and then I'll just kind of work at them as, no time as we go along. Yeah, I mean, the hey. job boards probably had there was a timeline on the job boards, but <laughs> uh, you would have seen a clock. Those re up every week, and you're coming out to the end of the week. So the Lord's favor would end like basically, like they re up for the weekend. So tomorrow night would be Friday night, and that's the deadline for the Lord's favor, and then they would change out for the next following week. Well, I mean, if it's what you guys think is the right move to make, I mean, you guys seem like you know what you're doing. Um, you know, just... We can go cook with Sal. I don't want to cook with Sal. <laughs> okay, I think you really missed your opportunity there. <laughs> I will eventually go back and hit that task. <laughs> just for the XP. <laughs> um, Dante just hits accept. Okay, yeah, she would have sent it to all of you if you all expressed the same interest. If you click accept, it gives you the same party uh, option. Yeah, just send the, send the party invite out. Okay. Sign up, accept us. Yep. Yeah, uh, accepting. Just, just spamming through accepts. <laughs> all right. So many fucking menus. Well, 
If you like, I'm about to head off for my delivery. Otherwise, you can follow the path we uh, westward to the Watcher's Reach. You can either cut through the Sweet Meadow in the, the Northern Plains, or you can go up and follow the roads to Morrill and go westwards to our primary outpost. Uh, Dante holds a finger in the air and he says, uh, you wouldn't happen to have any provisions you might be able to, to just share with us since we're going to help Give us the, money. the watchers. Uh, she uh, shrugs her shoulder with the game on it. Unfortunately, these are spoken for. But if you wish, I can teach you a thing or two. Teach us. I think you should teach us and give us what you have. I agree. <laughs> and we'll make it worth your while. Go ahead, make a persuasion check with advantage if you're helping, Senator. Oh, I'm helping. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay. So I get to roll again, right? Mm -hmm. If you're helping. Take the higher number, yeah. Okay, 18. Okay. Uh, she's like, well, might as well to get you started. You see her as she takes off, like, one of the birds. She, like, went for a rabbit for a second, and she's like, <laughs> kind of makes a face, like, that doesn't seem right. Goes for one of the birds, uh, and as she takes it off her shoulder, another one pixelates where she took off the first one, and she tosses each of you uh, some of the game that she had on her shoulder. Wow, that's great. And Just you're going to teach us something? Well, if you want to try and, like, hunt for these, I can teach you how to do that when we get to the reach. Oh, God, no. no. Yeah. Some other day. It seems sick for you to offer to teach me how to hunt my own brethren. I think you should really reconsider your life choices. <laughs> she kind of cocks her head at you, kind of with a blank stare. Um, I'm off for my delivery. Anything else? Nope. Thank you. I have to remember these NPCs don't have. Uh, it's, it's, they yeah. just have one. I mean, one you, can, goal. you can just kill her if you want. It, it, <laughs> you can. I can kill. Go, uh, go for it. Lob her head off. It, it, I'm sure she'll just respawn where she started out from. Wow, if you say so. Okay, I'm gonna just try to go for it. Uh, yes, let's go, is baby. It, is it similar to Minecraft? Let's kill an NPC. If you if you kill a villager, like thing, there are consequences. They all aggro to you. <laughs> You haven't tried. Traders increase the prices. I should try this though. Like, is what do you think? Uh, Count Dante draws his greatsword off of his back and hurls it at the oh god damn the watcher. <laughs> Let's fucking find out. <laughs> um, as you as you all draw your weapons, you go to reach for them and your hands like pass through them. And you get a warning on your focal screen. Combat is prohibited in the village of Vindola. We're not even in the village. Ken. So, Harvey has an extensive background in mm -hmm. computer programming, the software that goes into this game specifically. Yep. Can Harvey do something to manipulate this pro, uh, this this restriction. I think you would have to do that outside of the game to try and infiltrate it that way. Or if you find something eventually to get you access to admin, or if you get access into the code somehow where you're at right now, go ahead and make a, I'd say an intelligence check with your proficiency bonus added. Okay. Can I use Harvey's intelligence for that? Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that is a 23. Okay. You would primarily would be looking for 
essentially an access point within the game that, you know, people who develop video games, they have beta testers, they have people who try out games, and they have other ways of manipulating from within the game, like cheat codes, essentially. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something like that would probably be found somewhere very obscure that a lot of people can't go or it's very difficult to get to. The dark servers. The dark servers. A bad Not door. necessarily the dark servers, but uh, as far as in like this game. A ghost in the uh, shell. And with that intelligence check too. A glitch in the code. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, places outside the map is usually the best bet where characters don't even know exist. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. But currently, unfortunately, you get that warning screen in the town of Vindela, where you're at, in okay. the village. Yeah. Hey, I'm curious. Do you mind joining us for uh, just a little outside of the village? Just really quick. Uh, I have a delivery to make, but I can meet you out there to take you to the Reach if you prefer. I'm leaving later tonight. Um. Uh, yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Uh, just over there, as uh, Dante gestures. Uh, I'll be headed out towards the bell tower. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll meet you there. All right, and she heads off towards the Summer Rose Tavern, and you see her disappear off into the crowd. Uh, Sorry, I, I I really thought that we could just just butcher. <laughs> Why her. would it matter to do that later tonight? <laughs> We're not going to be meeting her later tonight. Well. I don't know. I wish you would use your head sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Is there PvP in these games? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Dante shrugs that off. He's like, uh, stammers a little bit. (laughs) All right. um, Okay, so let's, I guess we'll just go then. Uh, Essentially, and I will add on to that intelligence check you did before, you get the sense that as you think about the combat mechanic... Uh, that for, it's possible it's in other villages, but you get the sense this being the first village most people would likely go to, it's most likely a mechanic that offers a safe haven for new players not to just get immediately massacred by higher level players. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, well then, uh, I guess we just head uh, towards the quest marker. Okay. As, are you going towards the lowland plains, or are you going towards, are you going to wait for uh, Watcher Dawn? Well, Mr. Hodges called me a moron for even suggesting <laughs> it, so I think we're just heading on out. <laughs> Do we have to wait, though, for her? Like, to, it, like we accepted that one quest. Yeah. Do we need her? No, I mean, it would expedite your travel and may alleviate certain encounters, but there, she gave you a couple options. You could follow the road to Moral another town uh, that she alluded to. Uh, if you keep following the road to the north, you go from there and then take the road west directly to the reach, to the largest outpost. Or you could cut right across the Sweet Meadow and the other lower plains to just take a straight shot there. Uh, you know, it seems to me that we should just, like, go if... I mean, if we're talking about... What did you say specifically about the chickens? Doing what with the chickens? Oh, uh... <clears throat> Chopping two chickens' necks off with the with, with the with the one swing of the that the, the, the knife. Yeah, that one that everyone uses all the time. Um, I say we get a third chicken in there. Oh, even. yeah. Oh. Uh, if we can get to this destination just by going through these lower plains, and that's where part of our quest is. I mean, I just I think it makes it's say no brainer. 
He says, looking at. <laughs> well, since you're the brains of the operation, I guess you should <laughs> should lead forward. Agreed. No brainer. Senna <laughs> gives a a sarcastic glance. Uh, Harvey just in the Avatar space just kind of shakes his head like I. I am the smartest out of the three. (laughs) And he kind of questions that to himself. (laughs) All right. Well, if I have to be the one to, you know, lead us in the right direction, then so be it. Let's go. All right. Uh, As you are, are you going the straight shot to the mountains uh, or are you going to follow the road to the lowland We're place? We're straight. Oh. Well, I think the logical sense is actually not to do the straight <laughs> shot, but to actually take the longer route so that we can go through the low plains. Yeah, you know, I was just looking at the map. Yeah. I, 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 still learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Both the town right. of Moral and Watcher's Reach appear on them for you. Well, you guys are the trailblazers, so I'll, I'll just follow you. And then as this is happening, you all... Uh, do you want to walk, or do you want to try and get horses, or... Can we do bikes? Or can we catch no. birds that <laughs> no. will fly us places? You can definitely look for them. Can can certainly for try. I would like to try to look for a bird that I could capture and get me places. Okay. Yeah, make a perception check for me. Okay, sure. What are you? What are you looking for there, Senna? Maybe I can put an eye out for you. Um, oh, wow, I'm just looking for a, a big old bird that looks really catchable, really friend, friendly and loving. Does that mean I get advantage? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking oh, around. You're helping, uh, sure. Let's see. Sure, if you get help. Some, God, some worse. Okay. <laughs> ten. I got ten. Uh, there. The only big one that you see. It looks kind of like a gray with kind of these red feathers at the end of its wingtips like looks almost like a falcon like star raptor you look (laughs) you look at it it's big definitely not big enough to ride but you see it occasionally looks at mr hyde oh (laughs) a side glance oh does Mr. Hyde do? Does, does Mr. Hyde notice? Can I roll for perception to see if I notice this bird? Oh, like you can point it out. Oh. Uh, easily. Well, there's a bird right there. Hyde, it seems to be giving you some side eye. Uh, I. Does that mean that wants to give me a ride? Is that the side eye that it's going for? What's um? <laughs> it's about the size of a falcon. <laughs> you, a regular. Falcon. You you are a bunny, so. But I'm a big bunny. You're a big bunny. Maybe. They see it as a challenge. Maybe it's another player. Could be. Could it be another player? Or can Make players a, be birds? We'll be birds. Check. I'm done with this dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, dirty twenty. It definitely looks like it has some amount of intelligence to it, but you're not sure if that's because it's a elevated uh, intelligence from the game, from mm. being a bird of prey. Uh, or if it is, in fact, a shapeshifted player. So Dirty 20 told me nothing. It told you that it has above-average intelligence. Okay. <laughs> For what you would expect. Um, well, it's certainly not ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> you see it kind of have like a, a small, not like an alarming screech, but almost like a gentle coo. And you see another one... <laughs> across the street on a different building and you get the sense this is not a player this seems to be tactful interesting or 
so these birds are just there's two of them now i think they're just fucking birds oh i think they're gonna try to pick up mr hyde here (laughs) i don't think that's gonna be a thing let's just i mean unless they find me attractive can i look for horses (laughs) you could either make a a persuasion check if you want to ask people or an investigation or perception check if you want to look for them um do I get the sense that I would be able to potentially steal some horses? Oh, yeah. In this intro Sounds town. Most likely, you might, yeah, you just might. Okay. Then I guess I'll do investigation. Mm-hmm. I have a minus one on investigation. Uh, it's a 15. Yeah, there are, you see, uh, there is a very lively staple. And there are a lot of brand new players who are like all giddy and excited. They're talking to each other, talking to the handler and PCs of the stable, trying out riding horses for the first time. And you see one very short, looks like gnomish individual uh, with bushy brown curly hair uh, and glasses that's very small. They kind of got like a smaller horse, not quite a pony. Um, but that he's trying to like move it to come out of town and it's just not moving. And you can see there's definitely, a, it's a very busy place. There's definitely a lot of opportunity that, uh, if one could go missing. So I guess what I want to try to do is to sneak around the back of the stables, mm-hmm. see if I can maybe unlatch a, 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 a gate there and, and see if I can't lead three horses out the back. Okay. As you are approaching the stables, you all start to hear bells. A dolorous sound. Boom, boom, boom. And it starts getting faster. Boom, 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 boom. And you see a a gentleman kind of uh, pot-bellied with an apron, uh, wipe his hands, comes out from a bakery. It's the warning bells! Get inside! All of you bandits attacking! And some of the player characters that you notice kind of look around confused, and then they kind of get like a blank stare on their face. You can see uh, popping up on all your focal screens a quest icon come up. Oh shit, another one? Mm hmm. This one's called Defend the Village. Protect the village from bandits. And this one also has a warning this adventure contains themes of violence. Do you wish to continue? Forever 20 is brought to you by Cam and Easley, Jake Easley, Cody Dennis, and me, Kyle Hudick. Our theme music is by Jake, editing by myself and Taylor Rohrbacher. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever20DD for updates on upcoming content and artwork for the show by Cammon. Thanks to everyone that made it back for episode two of our dystopium campaign. An even bigger thanks to those who followed us and left reviews on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, and Amazon Music. If you don't find yourself in this latter elite group of listeners, get on it. We humbly request, ask, beg, plead. 
It's, it, it's me. It's just me begging and pleading for that. But the rest of the podcast group would definitely be in your gratitude if you were able to find the time, leave us a review, promote the show to your friends, just let them know this is something worth listening to. The show is officially up and running and we're going to keep cranking out episodes every two weeks. So we'll see you again on August 24th for episode three of Dystopium.